listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring. If you didn't know, it's an orange and blue thing. Hope to win the championship in a few rings. We're talking baseball. It's an orange and blue thing. Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings. It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing. Beat the other team with defense in a few swings. LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing. What's up, Mets fans? Listen, back around 2010-ish, maybe 2011-ish, okay. there, was a, there was a shirt that came out for the Seven Line, mm-hmm. which is a show, which is a brand that is part of the show that you're watching right now, so you might know this by now. Correct. It said, keep calm and cheer on. Mm. <laughs> bold. A bold ask of Mets fans. Bold ask, <laughs> but... The Braves have been playing like unconscious, right? Unconscious, yeah, right. Sure, unconscious, yeah. Since June first, the, the the Mets. If you look at their their record from June first to now, whatever, they're still like a ninety something win baseball right. team. But the, what the Braves, the Braves are doing are, is ridiculous, right? Right. So you asked me last week, what or maybe it was last week or the week before, last week, what would be a failure yeah. for the Mets this season? Would it be like World Series or bust? And I'm pretty sure I said to you like. It's not going to be the easiest task yeah. to win the division. So get to the playoffs and hopefully get past the wild card if it comes down to that. And I'm not like conceding at this point because we have a month left to go. But right. the Braves and the Mets, both, if you look at both schedules, both have what you would consider an easy schedule. Correct. So the Braves are starting tonight in Oakland, which should be, you know, you should think that's going to be a win right. considering how they've been playing. And the and in the Oakland A's are pretty bad. Uh, and the Mets are playing the Pirates. So you look at it last weekend too. The the Nationals won like 18 games on the road this year. Yeah. They come to City Field. It's almost like the Marlins back in the day. I, I was just gonna say I had such Marlins vibes. Back to back seven to one wins. Are we kidding? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, everyone said when the Braves went on that like 14, 15 run tear, whatever it was, that like, oh, well, you know, they're playing really easy teams, blah, 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 which which was true. But it's like, you know. You have to be, and the Mets, and listen, two games does not change the fact that the Mets have been really good all season at winning series. Even if they don't sweep, they beat the bad teams or whatever. But like now is when it really counts. This is not the time to let the Nationals win a series, but um, I'm trying not to panic. I mean, what's done is done. It's too late to take anything back now. But look at this, look at this tweet from uh, Knock Ahoma Nation. Okay. okay, whatever. I liked it because I wanted to make sure I referenced it from the show, you know. Perfect. So uh, since the start of games on June 1st, the Mets are 51 and 33. That's a 98 win pace over 162 games. They've lost nine and a half games in the standings Crazy. during that time. So like the Mets are doing what they need no, to I do. No, I know. It's it's really not a matter of like, you know, you can't even say like knock on wood because anything could happen. But it's not like the Mets are collapsing. It's not like they're. You know, losing two games, losing a series happens. Like that's not. Uh, yeah. It, it happens this every season. This is the season. first series of the entire season where the Mets came into it as the favorite right. and lost. Right. So it, it's so hard to criticize, but it's also very easy to be like, "Come on, like now is not the time." Right. But um. I mean, I'd rather lose now than lose yes. the last weekend of the season. Yes. So, uh, I wasn't planning on it because you know I felt like after Oakland, I'm going in a couple of weeks to Oakland, and if you're waiting on those those ticket packages they started shipping today with your shirt and your patch and all that. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was my last time yeah, traveling you're going to Atlanta until spring training. 
And I feel like that first weekend of of August, of, oh, fuck, of I October, wish. of October, I'm shot. I know of October is going to be spent I, down in Atlanta. I had every intention of going and I forgot that I was already scheduled to work that weekend. But my aunt lives like an hour away from Atlanta and uh -huh. I was just going to go, go to the whole series. Because but after that, they do come back to City Field and close out the last game of the season is October 5th. But if it comes down to where there is a possible chance where the Mets can wrap it up. I know I have to be there. I feel like it's it's going to come down or, you know, maybe a team doesn't clinch that series, but like that's going to make or break it. Like <sighs> that's going to either it's going to put the nail in the coffin. It's putting team. a fucking pit in my stomach I right know. now. I know my stomach's already grumbling. So I, I need to eat some lunch, <laughs> but I'm already like getting sick to my you said it last week, too. Like you're you're kind of getting uh, nervous thinking about, you know, playoffs and right. so on and so forth. But you got to get there first. <laughs> you got to get there. But I mean. If if by some chance, like let's say one team is up by a game or whatever, yeah. and you go into that series and then you take two out of three or whatever it is, and then you come back home and you have to win. That's yeah. exactly what happened in 2007. I know. I know. I know. And they're, I playing, there. they're playing the friggin' Nationals last series, too. Right. Uh, Yeah. So if they if there are new Marlins that that's I mean, they, they don't play. I don't think so. They don't play the Nationals again until that series, right? I don't think so. But listen, it's not all doom and gloom because you, you're going to lose a series eventually. Listen, and we're just conditioned to be this way. Right. And I honestly, I always, like I've said this several times, I would rather be um, pleasantly surprised than disappointed. So right. I am tempering all of my expectations. And I'm really like, I, I, I've kind of given this to God. I'm not trying to plan like, you know, I'm not counting magic numbers. I'm like, where are they going to clinch? Where do we, it's just whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. It's out of my hands and well, I just I'm have thinking, to enjoy it. I'm thinking unless there's like an epic collapse on the yeah. Braves part part and like we just go on a sick run. I was hoping that maybe we saw some sparks in Oakland, like being yeah. out there with the group, being there with the crew and having it come down. But they're not going to clinch a week and a half yeah. early. So um, if at all. So like we'll right. see what happens. But after today. They play two tomorrow in Pittsburgh. They're off this Thursday. They go for three in Miami, mm -hmm. which like you're looking at these series like they should win the series. They right. Should. Uh, then next Monday, the Cubs come to us. We should win the series. Pirates are in for four straight after that. We should at least at very least split the series. Yeah, well, right? I mean, but but also like we probably would have said this about the Nationals last week. Like right, we should right, have won. Right, we should have right. swept that. Series, so like, but... hopefully they just get that shit out of the way. Yeah. Like the the stink of the weekend is done. They yeah. have the they got the off day yesterday. Well, that's what I was going to ask even you. Rain. I, I know, and so I don't even know if that. I, I at first I was like, okay, thank God. They kind of need a day to breathe. They need a day to like let that go and not bring whatever happened yesterday into Monday. But at the same time, now they have to play a double header on what Wednesday tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Their their bullpen is is so taxed. Max didn't go the full max outing. Cookie had a short outing. And those are the guys that you're looking to like eat up innings. So I that is I am nervous about the pitching. And well, obviously, the offense has been asleep for the right, past right. week plus. But I this is where I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous about like what is sustainable for the next really like two months. If you're going to go through the playoffs, like right, you right. got some time left that you have to get it into gear. Well, the, the good thing about that is that if you do, if you do make it in, there are more off days. So you can right. rest a little bit more. So who? Um, I, I, I'm so curious. Who is your, your starting rotation for the postseason? I have no idea because we don't know what's up with Scherzer. So the other day, like his, his uh, early exit. And then they talked to him afterwards. And he's like, I, you know, I, I shouldn't miss a start. I, I should be fine. Yeah. I mean, he knows his body more than anybody. Right. So I guess it was preventative. He's like, listen, I could push it here. Right. But th then I could be out for the rest of the month. So right. like, let me 
let me uh, pump the brakes here, which is which Smart. I which I think is very mature of him. Obviously, at this rate of his career, obviously he's right. he he knows what's up. So uh, we'll see. But I think it's too early to, to figure that out. I think that just let's just get there, like you said. It gives me so and much then anxiety. Figure it out. I know it's just this bullpen, and it's like almost like a good thing to think. Okay, well, some of these starters we can put in the bullpen, and we have them there to help. But I'm also just. Right. Who do you move? Who do you? I mean, keep? I'm nervous about Trevor May, obviously yeah. back on the IL. Yeah. Well, um, okay, Trevor May, they're not assigning an injury to it, so it's right. assumed it's COVID. Okay. So I don't think he's hurt. Right. I think it's they're not going to say it, but that's code for when they don't say it is that it's a COVID related okay. thing. Well, I'm so, cool with that. Then. Yeah, I think Trevor May will be fine. I mean, I don't know. Well, do you wish would. people to get COVID, but I'd rather. No, he get I know. COVID than, I, I like, hope he's feeling okay. I hope his family is okay. Out all shoulder. That stuff. Yeah, right. But I don't think it's it's injury related. So we will see. Giorme coming back soon should hopefully help. Poor, I mean, Jeff McNeil has been so solid all year, and he had two errors this weekend. I think. I could be wrong. I think Gary said he had like one or two errors like the whole year and then made two in this series over the weekend. So again, I think we talked about this last week with like, you know, Edwin Diaz is human and he's going to be more human than he's been eventually. I'm kind of just, if you can get this all out of the way like this week and then really kick it back into gear, fought like through the end of the season, I can live with that. But you know, see what happens with McGill, I'm you so know, anxious. like uh, McGill and Peterson both said, like, they know their spot on this team is, yeah. you know, obviously if it comes down to, are you going to pitch over Scherzer to ground? Like, obviously right. not. So Cookie Carrasco, I don't know why he didn't have a rehab start. They just threw him right yeah. into the, fl the flames the other day and obviously failed. So yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's stuff's very shaky right now. And I definitely don't want the, the Mets by any means to take their foot off the gas I and know. be like, oh, we'll just get the wild card. No. Go in there, and especially because they won two of three from the Dodgers yes. in both series. Exactly. And also, you know, if you're going to play the wild card, that's a whole other series you have to play. That's a whole other series that you have to get pitching through. Right. Like you need it's to. It's not one game anymore. Yeah. You need to preserve your arms. You need. And I'm sure. I'm sure their eyes are on, you know, the division. But it, right. they need they need to win the division. So while we before we get any further here, I did promote this a little bit. So thanks to the Cyclones. We talked about this on Instagram before we went live here. The Cyclones did an, a, a special promo on, I think it was July 15th with Howie Rose, where if you remember, I don't know where it went, but I had the Keith Hernandez one in here. Oh, that, I do um, remember us talking like about it. The rise and shine or whatever it was, Keith's voice. So then they did something very similar. I don't know if it matches like a series, like the same blue and orange uh, alarm clock, but this is the put it in the books, Howie Rose one. So we had, they sent four. Does it say put it in the books? I'm like, going to turn it that goes in off? a second. But uh, they sent four. Two of them are going to be given away. One's going to be for the studio. Then I'll just, I guess I'll just save one in a box. So okay. the way to get in the running to win this Howie Rose alarm clock from the Cyclones is simply push the share button on Facebook right now. You don't, it's not going to X you out of the show. If you're watching live, just hit the share button. Tell your friends you're watching orange and blue thing. If you're watching on Twitter, hit the retweet button. Same thing. It's not going to close you out. Just hit it now. If you're listening afterwards as a replay, go back onto one of those platforms and get in the running. Someone pointed out in the comments that this is the wrong time, <laughs> which it is because I did not Correct. set the time because I just opened it and put some batteries in it right. this morning. But this is what happens after you set the alarm and it, and it goes off to whatever time you set it for. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Live show. The fuck? I feel like I heard something. Did it this morning. Oh, boy. Just, hold just, on. Just hold wait. on. Just wait. It's going to be fine. Just wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be so worth it. What the hell happened? <laughs> Why did this happen? Hold on. <laughs> Damn maybe, it. Maybe because it's the wrong time. And this day has a chance to be a home run. So get out of bed. Sleepy time is over. Put it in the books. Go out there and be amazing. <laughs> so that's that's the Howie Rose alarm clock. Oh 
my gosh, what a way to wake up. Right, right. Um, so yeah, get in the running. And then also the same person who wins that will also win our weekly Coney Island prize package. Wow. So kind of Coney Island Brewing Company is a official sponsor of the Mets, uh, not sponsor of the Mets, but one of the official beers in the ballpark yes. and the official sponsor of all things T7L. So at our tailgate parties, we bring Coney Island beers down there and, uh, they also sponsor the show. So we have shirts, we have koozies, we have bottle openers, we have a whole bunch of stuff from Coney Island. So simply share the show. Whoever wins this week is getting a monster package, the alarm clock, and a Coney Island prize pack. So uh, may as well just promote for Coney Island as well for Let's what they got going on because I saw today that they're actually closed, which um, they said they need to give their staff a much-needed break after a Good holiday weekend. So the staff is uh, getting a break today. I think it's also raining in Coney Island, so yeah. no one's really going down there for – uh, much today. No one's heading to my, my Maimonides. Come on, get it right. Maimonides. <laughs> so uh, check them out, but also get in the running for the, the uh, free season tickets to next season. Super easy. All you have to do is text the word Coney Mets, no spaces, Coney Mets to 855-933-4223. Uh, it puts you in the running to win the two season tickets to next season at City Field, a $100 gift card to the brewery, and also uh, a prize package of Mets, Coney Island Brewing, Brewing shirts, hats, pint glasses, the whole nine. So definitely get in the running for that. And also go down to the brewery, which is at Maimonides Ballpark, where the Cyclones play. Uh, 1904 Surf Ave, Brooklyn, New York, 11224. Home of the Cyclones, obviously. 12 taps of limited brewery, only exclusive beer releases, a full kitchen, and an indoor and outdoor space where you can go uh, kick back and relax near the beach, have some brews, and enjoy your day. If you don't live anywhere near here, uh, well, near the ballpark or you don't go to city field for whatever reason definitely check out their website they have the beer finder you could type in your zip code it tells you where you can pick up their tasty beers while we're on it because i'm jumping around here a little bit but okay. we talked about it during our little instagram you asked last week about the playoff watch parties yes so like yeah like we just talked about like let's not put the cart in front of the horse right. let's not talk playoff like rotations but yet. we have to prepare if you don't prepare, you're late. Exactly. So if by some chance <laughs> that we are not at this playoff watch party, right? Uh, then it's all for what is it, all for not whatever. Exactly. But we will be. Perfect. Yeah, I'm putting it into the universe. We, we will be at a playoff watch party. We will be at playoff for watch the parties. Mets. <laughs> well, we're going to be at the home playoff games. Correct. So before I jump ahead here, if you're a season ticket member, which means like your home ticket package with the Sevlon Army. We emailed you like a month ago uh -huh. about securing the seats. Yes. I understand everyone's finances are different. Maybe you had to wait until today for some reason. Right. The amount of people that emailed last night saying, I have three tickets, but I need two. Can you drop one secret? Oh, please don't wait till last minute. I, this is, this the is deadline just... is tonight at 11.59 p.m. for our members to secure their playoff strip. Oh, it's tonight. Tonight. Okay. But today's the sixth, Julia. Oh, well, I didn't know if it ended like at midnight this morning. Tonight. Okay. Midnight tonight. Got it. So if you didn't do that yet and you plan on it, don't wait until 11.58 tonight to do it because yeah. without fail, there will be some kind of hiccup maybe. Yeah. So figure it out. And tonight. also just anticipate everyone's going to be doing it the last minute. The website might crash. Well, I guess. <laughs> I don't think it will. But uh, just plan ahead. take care of it. If yeah. you're going to secure it, just do it now, please, or after the show. Because if you have any kind of issue, it goes to me and then it goes from me to the Mets. The Mets have to fix it. Then I, they email me back. Then I email you. It's a whole it's a chain. Process. And we can't do that after hours after like, well, we can. But my ticker rep is a saint. Yeah. And I don't think that. And we don't want to do this. We're not, I, we're not his only account either. Right. So whatever else he's dealing with, right. then he gets my email. Can you 
change uh, Tom, Dick, and, listen, and Harry's you, you account. You had weeks. You had yeah, weeks to you had do weeks. this. Please take care of it. Take care of it. Okay. So Not now after the show. Here's the deal. <laughs> Back in t- 2015, we spent every away game. They also did home games, but we were at the home games. So right. they didn't really promote it that much at the Playwright on 35th. There's yes. a couple of locations. Mm-hmm. There is two floors. I believe there's a third floor. Maybe I'm just imagining it. I, I remember two floors. I don't remember the third. But I think during COVID or something, I think they expanded. Don't quote me on that. I emailed this morning to find out. But okay. at least two floors. We're going to be back at the playwright. So I feel like there's some unfinished business in the playwright. 2015, we came up a little short. The place does get super packed out, obviously, because it's not gigantic. We're not trying to fill up like McFadden's space for whatever, you know, you know, I don't know what their capacity is, but it's still hundreds. Yeah. So get there early because what they are going to do, which I don't think they did this in 15, because if they did, I forgot. They're giving out free pitchers of beer for an hour before the game starts. Let's say whatever time pitchers. the game starts. Pitchers, which I think is also kind of... That's insanity. That's also very like generous. Yeah. Because there's no it's, cover charge to get brave. in. It's very brave. It's very brave. I feel like they should do like the 10-ounce cups. Yeah. But that's just me. It's not my beer, not my money. Uh, Go play right. They are going to give out free pitches of beer, which more power to them, for an hour before every game. And then during the game, uh-huh. I told them, if we're coming, Coney Island needs to be represented. Of so Coney Island Brewing Company is going to be on special. They have they have drafts, obviously, on tap there. So I don't know exactly the prices on that yet, but whatever. It's free to get in, and they're giving you free beer for an hour before the game. And then we're going to hopefully sit there and watch the games. Uh, in 15, some people say, oh, I don't like watching games at a bar because you can't hear anything like the, the game sound was blasting. Yeah, they blasted it. You could hear everything. There was nothing that happened in the game that, like, we missed. And it's also, everyone is there. By all your friends. Everyone and... is there to watch the game. Yeah. Like, everyone is very into it. Everyone's paying attention. It, it's almost as if you're, like, I'm not going to say it's like you're at the game, but almost like when you're at the game where, you know, you don't hear announcers around you, but you're with everyone. You're watching what's going on and you're very much in on every single pitch. I'm excited for it because it's also, like, yeah. a very convenient location. I mean, granted, we live out here. Right. But, uh... It's it being walking distance from, from Penn. Penn Station yeah. was great. Yeah. So last year, I remember after one of the wins, uh, this is when SNY was still in Midtown. Mm-hmm. A bunch of fans left the playwright and like marched off, like a cowbell man. Like a bunch of people went from like, uh, remember you could stand behind the glass mm-hmm. and be like on the show yeah, yeah, basically yeah. behind whoever was doing uh, post game back then. So now they're in in uh, World Trade Center area, but right. back then people left the playwright and walked up there like to just keep the party going. Yeah, but yeah. that's where we were going to be. Um, for at least away games. I mean, they'll probably still do something for home games, but we'll be at the home games. Right. So circle it now. Playwright 35th. Uh, they've been great. And I'm glad they made it through the pandemic. I know a yes. lot of the bars in Manhattan, like Foley's. Yeah, they're not coming a lot back. Of our friends Did you see? They, like, they were trying to figure out a way to Officially announced that Foley's yeah. will not be coming back. So sad. Uh, like ever, I guess. Yeah. I think they had the idea that maybe there would be like a Foley's 2.0, yeah. but I guess it's not happening. <clears throat> so, so, so that was a weird clearing my throat. That's fine. <laughs> So that's the story. Playwright 35th. Can't wait. Uh, but first things first, let's get let's there. Let's get there. So uh, another first things first, my pool. <laughs> it is September 6th. If you've been watching the show, I have been talking about my pool being an utter disaster since May. Yeah. So in early May, we pulled the cover. The pool didn't look that great. Uh, long story short, I worked on it in May, in June. In July, in August. And finally, the pool is crystal clear. The pump is running great. The jets are running strong. Just it's like a freaking war- whirlpool out there. I went in the pool <laughs> yesterday. At, like, I wanted to anyway because yeah. it was kind of... It was hot out yesterday. I thought it was going to rain, but it ended yeah. up being hot and humid. So I went to the to the track and rode a little bit in the morning and then spent some time by the pool. Uh, I am not a pool guy. That was my third time of the year going in the pool. Uh-huh. 
I swear any day this week that it's not raining, I will be going in that pool, even if it's cold, because <laughs> I need to like get my money's worth out 100%. of this pool. Get use out of it. So there was a hole in the filter and I didn't know this. So there's a like hole a hole in the filter. You know what? Like, um, what, uh, like air conditioning filters look like. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. like you take it off and you change it every few months. Uh, the filter in a pool, obviously the, the water goes through and it clears that goes back in. There was a little tear in it. So it, there was like cloudy water. So I kept going and I'm like, oh, the water's cloudy. Like, oh, buy this algae killer, buy this, buy that. Like, and it was none of that. It was the pool filter bullshit going back in the pool. So finally I figured it out. I took this thing apart last Wednesday. I, I wanted to tailgate obviously before the game. Uh -huh. And I said to Kelly and Amelia, we are leaving at one o'clock. Okay. At 11 AM. I looked at the filter and I was like, I've never taken this thing apart before. If I open it, can I put this back together in two hours Before and get the hell out of here and take a shower and everything? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I open it up. There's holes in the filters. I couldn't put it back together because there's holes in the filters. Right. So I had to leave it off in pieces while I'm at the game. Thinking about the game, obviously, it was a great game. Nemo's catch, so yeah. on and so forth. A great distracting game. Met show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, put it back together on Thursday. And now the shit's running great. So. It is what it is. Pool anyway, party at Darren's. Yeah. All, all the fact checkers are invited. Yeah. Well, no, but, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, we're going to enjoy it the rest of the week. No so from here, that catch, were you in your seat? I was in my, I know seat. sometimes they give you shit because, uh, you get, you, maybe you're getting food or something. I don't and, get food during the game. I don't leave my seat during the game. Maybe you've gotten there late a couple of times and they give you shit. Either no, way. no. I am always in my seat. I saw you and your dad killing it over I am there. Always in my seat. I saw dad skipped band practice. Yeah. <laughs> Miss fan practice came to the game. I know he's always busy, so he finally came. Uh, he needed to warm up that that strikeout chip. That, that was a more important rehearsal. Nimmo catch. We were there for in if you remember in 2016 the wild card game. Yes. Curtis Granderson had a catch up against the wall. It wasn't yeah. a, it wasn't over the wall, right? But, but it he was definitely still... caught the ball and like hit the wall. Yeah. And you could hear a pin drop because when we're out there and especially something like that, like everyone kind of stops and holds their breath. I, I swear to God that how I can describe it is I remember off the bat and I am terrible at judging fly balls. So this was just complete dumb luck. But I kept saying I was like, Brandon, you got it, Brandon. You, I just kept saying over and over again to the point where I stopped believing it myself, <laughs> but I couldn't stop saying it. Yeah. And it was like you saw the ball went over the wall and everyone is silent because for like a split second, you're like, yeah. And then you just see like it from where we were sitting at a certain point, like we lose Brandon in our eyesight because right, the right, wall right, comes right. into play. So all you see is the ball over the wall. Brandon is not in sight. And then you just see a glove pop over the wall and snatch it back. And I was feral. It was I, <laughs> I was insane. That was like 10 feet from Elvis. Oh, so my like, God. That spot's great. Like if you remember uh, when City Field opened right in front of where we sit was the home run wall. Yeah. And then it slowly kept moving forward and yes. forward. So like, uh, what are you? 142, 142. So 142, 141, where I sit, there's like a 15 foot or 20 foot gap right. from there to the, to the field of play right in front of Elvis is 140. It's right there. Yeah. So he was right there as close as could possibly and be. Also, Starling Marte's home run was like a foot in front of us, like where we were in yeah. 142. Yeah. So it was a uh, fun game, unbelievable. And that the I just played the the clip here. I'm not gonna play the sound, yeah. but uh, how good do, how good do we look look out there? Oh my way? god, I'm sorry. Like I not to make it about us, but look at that. Come yeah. on, Let's it's sit. just like 
Jesus and his disciples. Oh. <laughs> That's what that is. It's freaking awesome. So I know I showed you in our group chat. I think I also put it on Twitter. Uh -huh. But I ordered like a, a, a yes. canvas of this freeze frame. That was as soon as my dad saw that, he's like, oh, Darren needs that. Darren yeah, needs yeah, that to be yeah. framed. I would love that to be a shirt. Yeah. See, you know what it is? Like you can't use people's photographs to make shirts unless you get the rights from that photo like but photographer. That's technically not a photograph. I and know. I feel like the I think that the John from S and Y would be like, Yes, take it. I think I don't know if he's allowed to do that. Well, I don't know if if that it might was be a, his decision. Right. But I think that we should finally team up on like an official yeah. SNY T7L collab For shirt. sure. That Just sick. that. That would right. be so sick. I don't know how I'm going to get it done, but one day I want to get that signed by DeGrom. 100%. Not DeGrom. Yeah, DeGrom. It would be <laughs> sick if Nimmo was in the photo too, but like right. the way the angle of the camera was. No, but it's awesome. And honestly, the most underrated part of that whole play is Game that Justin saving. Turner hit the ball. Yeah. Which was amazing. Because I didn't realize that until after the fact. I would have been so fucking well, if you, angry if, if you Justin watched, Turner ruined that game. If you watch the game the next day, Turner hit another I know, ball I know. to Nimmo. And he looked, he looks at DeGrom in the dugout and they're both just laughing. Yeah. It's so funny. That's that's what DeGrom is saying made him crack up was Justin Turner when he was walking back looked at DeGrom and he just started laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like DeGrom amazing. and Scherzer are like inseparable in the, in the dugout. Yeah. And, um, you know, whatever. I was going to talk about is, is doing dip. Oh, who cares at this point? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're standing there if you didn't see it. And when Nemo walks, not Nemo, when Turner, Turner. walks by, they do kind of like just chuckle at each other. Yeah. And, Nemo, and why do you keep saying Nemo? DeGrom is like, eh, well, yeah, you get what you get. I love it. So I, Brandon's reaction was just so insane. He's never shown any emotion other than just like a happy go lucky smile. Right. That was, oh my, I think that's what made it so like, I not, it was going to be a great catch no matter what, but to see something that made Brandon Nimmo that hyped up was like, oh my God, that, that was a really big play. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So let us know where you're watching from. We'll pull some of your comments into the chat here, uh, in from the chat onto the show. We appreciate you guys checking in each week. We are typically right around noonish every Tuesday. Yes, we do. Things our best. do change every once in a while, but right around noonish, we appreciate you guys watching live and telling your friends all about orange and blue things. Season six. Now, um, coming up soon, very soon QBC. Oh, and I'm very happy that it's in December. Uh, selfish, yeah, it's usually November, right? It's usually like January. Is it? Yeah, it's usually like. Why in, do I remember it being? What was November? Last year what may year? have been a little earlier. Okay. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, last year was November. Okay. I had to pop in. It was my parents' wedding anniversary, so I couldn't stay. Ah. But this year it's December third, and the reason why I like that is because why you can't go? I'll be in New Zealand. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, the reason why I like that is because it's right after uh, Black Friday. Yes. So what we are going to do, which we haven't done in a long time, is set up a booth at QBC to nice. sell stuff. So we will see what we get through on Black Friday. Mm -hmm. We have some new stuff coming out, which we can't show off yet. And then we will bring things down to QBC. And I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but remember when uh, Daniel Murphy and Turi were on the show, we talked about him signing the bobblehead. Yes. So he did do that. Wow. And I was going to do an auction online and I figured that's going to be difficult because then you got to pay like fees and so on and so forth right. and someone to host it. I didn't want to set up an eBay account just for that. Right. We will be doing a live auction at our table of the signed oh, Murphy that's bobble. Awesome. So people can like outbid each other. That's great. I don't know what they call that, but whatever. I don't know. That's awesome. So people will be able to bid on that and all the profits will go to the prom series. Oh, which that's is cool. amazing. Which, by the way, we didn't talk about this, but the weekend or the day before Old Timers Day, Daniel Murphy was there. I just need to give props to Tori Murphy for a second because she's such a badass on top of. I mean, we've always talked about prom series and how great it is. This woman is like eight months pregnant and she put oh, really? on. Yeah. And she put on an event at City Field the day before Old Timers Day, um, like in a suite at City Field, hosted like 24 foster care, foster care girls 
um, help them get back to school outfits, uh, toiletries, everything they need. Just she's awesome. And I can't sing her praises enough. So that's great. I'm glad. Was that what uh, Taiwan Walker's uh, the other day? I, I think that's something different. I think so. Taiwan Walker's wife. I just learned this. She grew up in the foster care system. I'm pretty so sure. If you didn't see what we're talking about, Taiwan set up something at City Field I think yes. last Thursday, giving out tacos. It was with like a taco, a voluntary a donation. And mm -hmm. you could get a taco, take a photo with Taiwan. Yes. And I think all of the proceeds went to I, I don't remember exactly the name of the organization, but something for uh, children in the foster care system. So um, I don't think the two are related, but I'm sure Taiwan's wa uh, wife was a part of it's all right, it's right. all the MLB wives get together to do stuff for prom series. So, um, yeah, Mets wives are awesome. So people are saying that's called a silent auction. I don't know what's so silent about it because you're writing your name down and, and yeah, what you'd be it, willing to bid. Oh, I guess because it's not a like, you know, uh, 500, 500, I guess. But I, is that a loud auction? I don't know, <laughs> but I think the bobble not signed was like 80 bucks. Yeah. So if you think of it, you're getting a one of one signed yeah. Daniel Mar unless someone else goes and gets one signed. But as far as we're concerned, right. the, the only or the first signed Daniel Murphy bobblehead. If you don't remember what this is, it's um, uh, in 15 when the Mets clinched in Cincy, uh, he grabbed Crystal's T7 LA flag and held it out. Yes. And then it was all over the, the press and the next day it was in the newspaper. So we made a bobblehead of that, which is sold out. But now you can get a signed one. I don't know. Maybe people in the comments can can guess what that's going to go for. But uh, a silent auction at QBC. So uh, QBC tickets go up on September 22nd. The event date is Saturday, December 3rd. It is back in Queens, which is cool. It's at a uh, hotel in Queens, which is great. Nice. It's a very convenient location. And just announced Bartolo Colon and Howard Johnson are both going to be there. Wow. They're working on a third player, uh, which I know who it is, but we can't talk about it yet. Not confirmed. So once that comes out and they find out, you know, how much money they have to pay all these guys to show up, right. then ticket prices will be announced. So wow. for now, at least Bartolo and Hojo will be there. So that's going to be really cool. Awesome. Maybe I could bring this this uh, yeah, get that Bartolo signed. bobble belly. <laughs> Uh, sign the belly with me to you know maybe get that signed. <laughs> also, we have a bobblehead coming out where uh, it makes noise. So I said that recently. We're bringing a we're making a bobblehead. We're making a bobblehead that makes noise. Can I guess what it is? Um, no, because if you guess it right, I don't want to okay. announce it yet. Okay. But uh, we saw the narco one came out with yeah. Edwin Diaz. It plays the narco song, and I'm sure they have to pay out the ass for that. So it's not. It's that. not music. Okay. It's not. It's not going to be battery operated, but it does make noise. Okay. So once that is finalized, I'm waiting for the for the sample. Normally we just take photos and put it up, but I want to show how yeah. it works. Do so once real. I actually have the sample, mm -hmm. we'll show it off, and then uh, you guys can you know can buy it. So Fine. what I've been doing on these bobblehead releases is uh, we don't set a number until the presale goes up. Got it. So the reason being is. Uh, we might severely underestimate how many to make. Mm -hmm. And then we put it up and they saw a minute like, damn, we could have made more. Yeah. So most bobbles, if you look at it, like, like this Bartolo bobble, uh -huh. it says it is out of 2,196. Why they came up with that number, I have no idea. But ours are usually out of like, uh, what does that say? You want to pick up this one, the oh, chalkboard? This. That probably says out of what, 500, 600? 500. So that makes it a little bit more special. Half of more than a quarter of those are made of right. these. You know what I mean? So once our next bobble goes up, <laughs> uh, we let it stay up for like an hour or two. 
and then we put the the number of like out of whatever you know right, what I mean right so that's the story on that so also I'm not tuned. sure if you guys noticed that he added his press pass to old timers day to the wall of fame yep so wall of fame behind hanging, hanging off of the, the shrine the fantasy camp MVP trophy shrine fantasy camp MVP <laughs> uh yeah so anyway it is what it is so <laughs> definitely make plans for that on Saturday December 3rd again circle your calendar September 22nd tickets will go up and I'm sure they're going to sell very fast because yes. The, the time of the year is great. Early December, in between uh, Thanksgiving and, and uh, you know, Hanukkah and Christmas. And um, also great guests. So it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. So speaking of great guests, why, besides just being awesome, why was, was there a reason why KB was at the ballpark on Saturday night? Besides I'm, throwing out the first pitch? I'm really not sure. I, I, I don't know. I remember seeing something earlier in the day or the day before that him... Um, Aaron Andrews. You were and at the game, right? I was at the game. Okay. Um, whoever else, they were doing something for NFL. And I don't know if that took place in New York and maybe he had to be in New York for that. So it just worked out or whatever. Um, but it was so nice. And I loved how when, um, I feel bad because I, I always forget. I know Colin is the guy who does, who's, do you know the name of the woman who does the, uh, yeah. oh no, uh, the, the woman. Uh, Marisol. Yes, Marisol. Um, so when she announced Kevin, uh, you know, she didn't even just say like, oh, it's Kevin Berger. She said, like, let's check in with Kevin. And oh, then no he way. threw out the first pitch. And it was so, oh, it was so nice. So if you didn't see, uh, KB did throw out the first pitch. Then he was out in the booth. Yes. And uh, I was watching from, uh, we were in Fire Island for the weekend. So uh -huh. I didn't actually get to, like, listen. To, I was in that room with a bunch of people and couldn't hear what he was saying. Right. But he was in the booth for a while. And I put out a, a tweet from eating churros on the sidelines <laughs> to being the biggest star in the booth. Sorry, Keith. KB is back at City Field. And he spent, I think, like the whole inning with the guys. I know. So it, it's serious. Like, I, I'm kind of making a joke there. He did way more than just eat churros. But the rise from, like, selling cars in Jersey, we've talked about it often, selling yeah. cars in Jersey, he's grinding on whatever broadcast he could do, whether yeah. it was, like, high school sports, college mm -hmm. sports, working at the fan, doing whatever he could do to just, like, get his name out there. Then he worked for SNY and obviously, you know, right. ran up through the popularity ranks. And mm -hmm. now he's going to call the fucking Super Bowl. I'm so how happy nuts is that i'm so happy for him and i asked because i i recorded him throwing at the first pitch and just like put it on my instagram story just because i was so excited about it and so i was like oh thank you so much for this blah, blah. i'm like oh are you are, will you be back for the postseason uh -huh. should we be lucky enough to be there or we're like um football have taken over that point so like, no, i'll definitely be back in october so he'll be back at city field which i'm very excited about but also people want to say he's a curse so now at least be one about person it? on instagram know. was like i have a whole timeline that i could explain <laughs> why can't they have like and a, I, I say i honestly respect that they have like i a respect thesis. the conspiracy theory but no I this just, person's gonna write like a thesis on like why kp is a mets curse i and, almost feel like you could say the same about david Wright. i guess it's like you know they never actually won when he was there but he's like kind of it's not the same thing but it's like oh if they're gonna win i want david Wright to be a part of it i want kevin burkhardt to be a part of it those are the people like i want him to be there so i i hope i highly doubt Kevin Burkhart being in the building has anything to do with like no. Scherzer hurting himself, <laughs> yeah. maybe, or like a bat being cold right. or the bullpen doing something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's lunacy. Yeah. And, but people really believe like weird shit. I I'm superstitious. I'm very much in the camp of like, if there's a no hitter going, you don't move, you don't change anything. Or, you know, if things are going really bad, change your seat, move some things around. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if one person holds all the power like I don't kevin think so. but 
I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, so you were on, there on Saturday. I got it that was. text from you, and you said, I think I just heard the strikeout. No, I, I definitely did. I don't know. It was some pregame like hype video that they were just showing on the Jumbotron. It was before they announced the lineups or anything like that. Um, but it opened with this, like it didn't show the seven line, but it was just the audio of the strikeout chance. And I knew it was that because they even did the woo at the end. And I was like, oh, that's definitely uh-huh. no one else is wooing here. Right. That's us. Um, so that was awesome. I feel like it's we talk about this. I'm like, I don't understand why it doesn't catch on more. I don't understand why they don't buy into that more. Like, I feel like after a strikeout, that should be a thing like on the Jumbotron show like a hand and like, well, get it going. Now that you say that, uh, DJ Razor, who does all the audio and stuff at the ballpark, he wrote something on. He's friendly with a lot of the um, the Islanders fans, okay. you know, like Corinne and, and all them. And he wrote something like, hey, who can I get in touch with? Yada, yada about, you know, doing something with the strikeout chant at City Field. Ah. So I sent him a message this morning and we've been going back and forth. And I guess he does work closely with like the video board ops. Like he doesn't do the editing for like right. the graphics. But I mean, why not? And and I hope that especially for the imagine the postseason, an entire stadium doing that after a Degrom th- strikeout. I have to be. Uh, we say this all the time. Like, yeah. why you guys stole that from? It the, was not it, us. We did not invent this chant. Right. All credit goes to the King Mike Cassiano. I think that if they do some kind of promo hype video, I think it would be cool if it was like a collab between us and him. Of course, because like he invented it. We brought it to popularity yes. and, you know, do it in another ballparks and whatever. Uh, have Mike and us and something together. Yeah, t- would be great. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Whether it's even something like they pre-record of him doing it. Yeah. And then they show that on the screen, even though that's not like a live feed. Right, right, right. Uh, that would be cool. Oh, so, so sick. we will see what happens. I mean, it's, you know, let's not get too excited yet. We'll see but what I happens. I just also feel like the Steve Cohen administration, whatever you want to call it, they have been so in tune with like enhancing the fan experience oh, yeah, that I feel like that's just a no brainer. So, we'll so let's see. talk about the fan experience here because I got fucking crushed last Wednesday. Uh, or maybe it was Thursday. Why? Okay. Wait a minute. We were at the game we were on at the Wednesday. Game Wednesday. Timmy Trumpet didn't play on Wednesday. He didn't play on Tuesday. He played on oh, Wednesday. He, played on, he did play on Wednesday. Right. Gotcha. So he was going to be there and he was there on Tuesday. He did take me out to the ball game, which I don't think he really played that. Yeah. I think that was like, uh, well, he was saying, I watched his Instagram stories and he was very nervous. Cause he's like, they just asked me to learn this song. I never played it before. Yeah, I'm kind yeah, of yeah. really nervous on how it's going to go. So I feel like last minute they were like, okay, let's just record it. And then we'll, I'm not thinking like he and I heard Gio talk about this this morning, too, on the fan. But like if you check, I, I tweeted this like on the spot yeah. when he was doing it. I don't even like his motions. It yeah. wasn't going with the music. But also, I will say benefit of the doubt. Like whenever you're watching, like when Piano Man is playing, it's always out of it's sync. delayed. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So you never know. All right, who knows? But, Either way. So on and so whatever it is, what it is. Uh-huh. I love the trumpet. Yeah. We talk about this. Yeah. I was not even critical of the trumpets. I wrote, I like the trumpets. I'm excited for the trumpets. If the trumpets happen tonight, I'll be excited for it. I said, I think the trumpets are getting played out. Yeah. And then I got fucking crushed. Like, well, what, how dare you say that people shouldn't be having fun? I was like, I'm, I'm no all one's for saying it. That. We talked about this last Pull up week. The tweets. I, we talked about this last week. I think it definitely, it, if you don't want it to lose its shine, it should be saved for like when you're, you're the event of like, you know, not cutting to commercial and watching them look in. Those should be saved for high leverage save situations. Right. If it's like a, you know, I, but I guess every game is at this point is important if he's coming in for the same situation. I love the trumpets. But, but like if you're critical of anything, people yeah. will get like mad at you. I will also say, and I was victim of this too at the game, mostly just because I was trying to get Timmy trumpet. <laughs> but like 
it's so true. Tim Healy put out a tweet and he was like, I was wondering why, like, you know, when Timmy Trumpet was there, like the crowd was not, it seemed like they weren't as into it. it. Everyone's filming. And I was guilty of it too, or at least I attempted to film it. And then like halfway through, I realized I was filming myself, which was so embarrassing. And I just stopped. But, um, but like, this is my PSA to everyone. And I was guilty of it too, but like, if you were at like a high stakes sporting event, like when you're in the moment, but just watch, because I guarantee you, Nothing that you are going to capture on your phone is going to be better than the replay you can watch from a billion different camera angles later. Right. Just be in the moment. I, mean, I need it for the reels. Of course. Well, you're, you're, that's different. That's like marketing you in a business, whatever. But everybody else, just be in it because if you want it to be this awesome, epic thing that's even worth looking back and watching, if everyone is there on their phones, what are you even recording? No, I know. Be and in the moment. Say what you will about Portnoy and you know, not everyone likes Dave Portnoy, Barstool, whatever. Uh-huh. He wrote something the next day and he's like, this is electric. This is kind of embarrassing. Like this doesn't even look like these people are having fun. I know. Everyone's no one looking. really was jumping around. I know. Everyone was looking through their phones. So yeah, I mean, it's the same. It's but that's the fucking generation we live in. I know. Like people, when there's like a street fight, people don't like jump into like. No, not, I know. Not it's you should jump. I'm not saying you should jump in and get yourself no, fucking stabbed. It. Yeah. But uh, you know, when something's going down, everyone's like, let me just film this yes. instead of trying to like actually de-escalate. Right. So yeah. I mean, in in any situation now with a sporting event, people want to film it. So. Yeah. Granted, after all me writing like this is getting played, it is getting more played out because now like football games, they're playing it like narco is good for narco. Yeah. Good, good for Timmy Trumpet. And, but I also you know, Blaster Jack or whoever it is. love uh, Timmy Trumpet. I think it's Blaster Jacks. Whatever. I don't know. But whatever. But they flat out said like narco is only Edwin Diaz's song. Right. Nobody but should be using I'm that fucking song. all about the spite tour. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I'm I, about to talk about this. Go ahead. The Braves. Go ahead. So the other day, the Braves were in a rain delay, I believe, and they were playing on the big screen, not the whole game, but at least the end. Right. The Nationals beat the Mets again and they played narco in their ballpark, which I awesome. can't play because it probably probably get flagged. Yeah. But. I love it. I love it. I I love stoking the flames of the rivalry, especially down the stretch, because it's no matter what. And that's again, it's like I I'm very petty and I don't like to lose. But like if we're going to like at least make it fun, make it like if we're going to win, it's going to be so satisfying. And if we lose, like it might suck. But like you enjoy the ride of, oh, my God. And in this era, it's like like we're talking about like in this era, like, oh, people filming instead of whatever. Yeah. Talking shit on the internet between teams is great, like I you know. said, because it's great for the it's yes. great for the fan bases to jump on board with something. And it's not like malicious. Stuff. No, but it it's makes like, people care. It right. makes you more in like, you know, caring about if they're actually gonna win this game, if they're actually gonna win the division. Because at this point, it's like a lot of fans, and I'm in this camp as well. It's you know, I don't just want to go to the postseason, it's I want to fucking beat the Braves to get there. Right, right. So right. and I think that makes it fun. That's what being a sports fan is. So yeah, so we will see what happens. I mean, this month's gonna be nuts. So we talked about it a little bit before, but Puma actually put the tweet out. I, I also we highlighted someone else earlier, but the Mets are 50 and 33 since June 1st. And the Braves are 61 and 24 over that same stretch. Crazy. So that's fucking Listen, crazy. props to the Braves. They, you know, they very much when they were back 10 games, in the division could have just been like, well, fuck it. I guess we'll go after the wild card, whatever. But right. I mean, but everyone's doing narco now. So it's like, I'm looking in the comments here. They think it was Alabama or Ohio state doing narco. I mean, yeah, there was like a trumpet player. It's playing. getting played out. I mean, it's, I don't think it's, but you know what? Good for the bands. That's I like. And, and Edwin see, Diaz is the one who put them on. Do the you map. ever think that like I don't know who do you fucking do you like? Uh, like Taylor um, Swift. Taylor Swift or or whatever. Like a song of hers, be like, oh, it's getting played out. But you still like it. Yeah, but I. You know what? It's played out. Is I think 
it's it's epic for each individual fan base if they can like if it's played it's just a cool song it's they said i'm pretty sure they said that it was like when they were designing this song it's like they wanted to be like you're you're going out to war and like the the feeling that they wanted you to get when you hear the trumpets is that you're about to die like that was the feeling behind it which is so epic for any sporting event especially for a closer in baseball yeah 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 and that's that's the cool thing for us edwin diaz no matter how big it gets he will be the one to have put it on the map which is so cool and goes to the point of like fucking rob manfred doing everything but marketing his own players to try to make the game more marketable it was this easy it was get a catchy song and a good player and give them a little bit of exposure and look what you did right it's that easy so i hope baseball can take that and run with it absolutely we'll see so let's move on to next week at city field because uh for the first time ever the seven line army will be wearing black uh, we've been wearing 15 since 2000. We've been wearing orange since 2000. We've been wearing 15. We've been wearing 15. I'm shot. I yeah. had one of those nitro. You know what? It's a holiday hangover week. I had one of those nitro cold brews, and I don't think I should have any of those anymore. <laughs> I'm like, my mouth is dry. I'm stumbling on my words. You're doing great. I think I'm like, I think I'm, my vision's a little blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your water? Where's your water? It's right next to me, but I don't want to have to pee over the next okay. 15 minutes. So right. either way, um, we've been wearing orange since 2015. The reason that started was because every team we played in the playoffs wore blue. We yes. said, hey, let's stand out so we don't look like we're going to blend in with the uh, maybe some fans from the Royals or the Dodgers that came and to the city Cubs, field. yeah. And the Cubs, too. So that's why we started wearing orange exclusively. We talked about maybe changing colors. Mm-hmm. We're not ever doing that. Uh, we wear orange. And uh, that's who we are. So that's like the same thing we talked about last week, like uh, or even just before with Degrom. Right. It stands out so good. It, yeah. it, it's contrasts great with with whatever but other colors people orange are wearing. Is I feel like so distinctively Mets. Maybe you know the Giants too, the but Astros. that's but that's yeah, but that's you know it came from the Giants. So I I love the orange. I agree. Right. So we are orange, but for the first time ever, next Friday we'll be wearing black which I do kind of because love. it is a blackout Friday at City Field. I know they give out the T-shirts, and a lot of fans do pick out their favorite black Mets stuff and wear it to the ballpark on the fr- on each Friday. But what we are doing is uh, every person who bought the single game ticket is getting the Jersey version of our, what we call the 2000 Jersey, nice. which I don't think you have that one. No, like Taryn Richie wear it often. I like mine. I yes. got mine customized. It's with very nice. 31 Piazza on there. Ah. I don't know if you saw this photo earlier today. Look at how good of a match this is. Oh, damn. So on the left here, that is the jersey. Uh-huh. On the right, that's my 31. I got that customized wow. stitches. That's my Piazza version. But same width, same bottom cut yeah. hem. I told them they want, I wanted this to be as close as possible yeah. to the original authentic. Right on the money. So yeah, the... The the Mets logo is the perfect size, the T7L, the Mets logo on the sleeve, the striping down the side, the V-neck. Everything is perfect. That's awesome. So every person who bought a single game ticket is picking up this jersey at the game. Our members had the option to purchase one okay. for, I think, like 30 bucks. Like, crazy what deal. What a steal. Uh, they also have to get theirs at the ballpark. So that's what's going on next Friday at City Field. If you want to come tailgate with us, though which I highly encourage. Right. Uh, the details are on our website. So hit up the sevenline.com. You click the little blog button on the top and all the details are there with even a map on how to get to the Marina lot. So Marina lot is our home. Uh, for some reason, people like to be like, Hey, why don't we leave the Marina lot and go back to MTA? Like the Marina lot is our home. And it's- it's the scenery. It's the vibe. Well, it's not only that, like the Mets specifically asked us years ago. Yeah. Like, hey, your group is getting too big. 
you can't take over the marina the MT lot because of the way that's situated underneath the the bridge yeah. uh for the walking the the you know the people walking between the seven train and mm -hmm. the railroad we were taking up too much space and causing too much traffic you know jams with the way that there was like an l over there right like move to the arena do whatever you want there's grass there and they even blew out that hole in the fence to get yeah. us from the parking lot to the bullpen gate is like a straight shot yep. down uh Seaver way mm -hmm. so marina's our home come and tailgate there but if you go to the site all the details are there and uh you could scroll down and there's a the little map so thanks to the mets for uh taking care of us out there they even if you notice at the night games they even added like extra lighting. There's oh, like nice. um, there's like uh, I think they're on like a trailer. Like, I know what they, you're talking about. Uh, they, they they pull them through the spotlights, yeah. so they put spotlights there. They open up the fence for us. And I'm not gonna lie, you know, I'm not gonna make excuses because I don't know what else they could do here. But traffic has been a nightmare getting out of the ballpark. I know. Uh, granted, also it's been U.S. Open. Yes, that's really anywhere you go. And it, it was the U.S. Open last time, and I'm pretty sure the outing before that was the Subway Series. Which there's, it does not matter where you park. It doesn't matter what you do. That's going to be freaking mayhem getting out of right. there um and honestly expect the same for the postseason so mass transit if you can is really the way to go and then just meet us in the marina lot i kelly already said uh, in our group chat too she's yeah. like i will be taking the train to the postseason i'm yeah. bring, i have to bring the truck like yeah. the truck is you know it is what it is it's such a visible thing yeah and it's uh it's like our built-in dj God booth and all that. honestly just sleep in it if there's a game the next i day, have an air mattress here that we never opened and i missed the return window on like getting bringing sending it back so that's i honestly might, what you should do air mattress in the back of not gonna stay there but like chill for like an hour yeah, or two. like all right like sleep no traffic. out traffic take a right. nap before you go back home right, right, right absolutely so it is that's that might be the plan but let's like we said let's just get there first yeah <laughs> in the meantime what should fans do about getting tickets julia oh you gotta go to tech tech we this is how we bought our tickets to the game on saturday uh we used the code oabt my boyfriend did not have a tick tick account shame on him but he used his new account to use our promo code OABT to get $10 off a purchase of $99 or more. So create your new TickPick account. Go to TickPick.com or the TickPick app. Look at these prices. Uh, I know. If you're trying to go to a Mets game, can you, you can go to anything. There? What is that? I see all single digits. Insane. And no fees. No fees. So what we you talked see is about what you this. Get. Yeah, we talked about this last week too. Like other competitors might put up like, hey, here's a $5 ticket, but $20 in fees. Right. TickPick, no fees. They charge the seller the fees. So when they come home on Monday... You can go to the game on Monday versus the Cubs for $8. Crazy. And these are all big games, people. Every game counts. You know what it is? School's back in sesh. Yeah. Not as many people can make it out. If you noticed, also, like, our ticket plan, uh -huh. our prices go down in, like, September. They're also down in April. Yeah. The, the beef of the, the 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 ticket prices when it comes to any plan is July, August, right. you know, whatever. Summer, once so, uh, next Thursday, let me see. What's the low watermark next week? September 14th, which is next week versus the Cubs. You can go to the game for $6. Crazy. So hit up Tick Pick, type in Mets, scroll down, and uh, definitely use our promo code, like Julia just said, OABT. We'll give you the $10 off any first-time user. And that is good for, obviously, we think you should buy Mets tickets, but any tickets that you buy through Tick Pick, our promo code is good for. So. Yeah, anyway, we're getting some people in the comments. They all love TickPick, and I'm sure you will, best. too, if you uh, give them a shot. So mm -hmm. uh, we talked Blackout Friday. We talked Coney Island. We talked Playwright. We have to give away some stuff. Oh, so yes. each week, we give away a prize package from Coney Island Brewing Company. Uh, this week, we are doing the Coney Island Brewing Company slash Howie Rose uh, alarm clock from the Cyclones. These, these, This week's winners are very lucky. Yes. This is a big pack. Well, next week's winners. Correct. 
this from week's this winners show. are from yeah we do yeah. we we're work working a week past right yeah. so uh for last week's episode on twitter we have e bex 17 s and on facebook a very familiar name stephanie lombardo Yay! who actually used to call us every once in a while remember her voice she's from jersey i really wasn't here for the phone calls really yeah that was like a tail end of my existence on I this think she show. may have been on on uh your show as well though oh maybe maybe so. on, on big apple trivia so shout out to stephanie TBG. and uh ebex 17 s we have some packages coming your way. I actually already contacted them for their addresses, which Julia is always very happy that yes, I, I'm very I take proud. care of that. So we talked about this before we went live. And I asked you if you ever watched the show Eastbound and Down. Which I did not. And you said no. no. Um, right before my MVP season in uh, Fantasy Camp 2020, a week before that, this was January at some point, like okay. mid-January, I had the flu. Uh, or which was I, it? Was I don't it know. Really, COVID? I don't know if it was COVID because it was like two months before COVID actually hit. But yeah. I was sick in bed, and I quarantined myself until like the downstairs. We have like a spare room next uh -huh. to the kitchen, and I stayed in there for like five days. And I've already seen me spinning down, but I rewatched the entire series okay. of every season. And this, I thought it was done. I thought it was over. I guess not, because this morning on Twitter, uh, the official Eastbound and Down account put up that. The pitch is back. Eastbound and down 2024. I don't want to have to wait until 2024 to see this. Yeah, it's such a long time. It seems like it is, but it's really only like a year and two months. That's, oh God. That's so maybe scary. it's like January of 2024. Fingers crossed. And I hope that this is legit because I can't see it not being, but it says the pitch is back. Why it has to wait a year and something to get it out if they've already filmed some parts, unless this was just like one scene they put yeah, together. Yeah, it's probably just like a teaser. If you've never seen Eastbound and down, I highly, I mean, you haven't seen it yet, so I no. think that you should sit what's down it and about? binge this. What's it about? What's the premise? All right. So <laughs> the premise is Kenny Powers uh, is a uh, pitcher. He's a closer. Um, he's awesome. He's okay. like on the top of the world, and he starts to suck, and mm -hmm. he goes to the minor leagues, and he tries to like fight his way back to the bigs. He ends up being a gym teacher, and uh, he's just like reckless. He drinks. He does drugs. Okay. He curses at the kids. He befriends this guy, Stevie Janowski, that works with him at the school. Mm -hmm. He convinces Stevie Janowski to be like his his like partner in crime, like his agent, whatever, but doesn't like really pay him anything. Okay. They move to Mexico together. Uh, he plays for some Mexican league. They start calling him La Flama Blanca. <laughs> uh, it's insane. It's, okay, it's, so it's a baseball related. It's a baseball related show. show of just like this degenerate man who really thinks he's he thinks he's the man, but he's mm -hmm. really not. He's just like a like a washed up scumbag. Right. And then. Um, he does eventually make his comeback and he comes back into the bigs, but then it all comes, goes to shit. But I guess it's back. Okay. So it's it's excellent. I think that you should find uh it's basically someone in the comments wrote it's a John Rocker, uh John Rocker in a sitcom. <laughs> okay, got it. So that's the story. It's a great show. Uh I'm very excited for it. So I noticed that the eastbound and down direct messages are open. So I sent them a direct message. Uh, this morning and I wrote <laughs> hey uh, are you guys up for running some sort of social media contest to pick a fan to be an extra in the crowd for a future episode whether or not I get a reply to this the really only reason I ask this is because I want to nominate myself <laughs> he's like I don't care about throwing out a first pitch in a major league ballpark but I but need to be an extra and he's bound and down I need to be an extra and he's bound and down and have to be on on survivor okay so we all have our two dreams. goals two have goals. you made your tape for survivor no, I keep saying it come on but I'm definitely going to use the clips from this show okay to be in that yeah make moves so he's bound and down survivor 
All right. I don't know what else is the goal right now, but that's it. <laughs> so uh, Mets are back in action tonight after the non-rain out, rain out yesterday when it didn't rain. Uh, one game tonight at 635. Don't forget earlier oh. first pitch in okay. Pittsburgh. Is and there then, supposed to be more rain like this whole week in Pittsburgh? I don't know. Maybe. All right. Well, but they can't play a triple header. So tomorrow's yeah. double header. DeGrom's going to pitch at least one of them. I don't know which game of tomorrow he is going to pitch, but that is the story. Playwright postseason uh, watch parties. Look, look forward to that um, and a whole bunch more. So watch the show. Tell your friends, subscribe, do all that good stuff. We appreciate your your views each week. And uh, thank you to Coney Island Brewing Company. Yes. Thank you to Tick Pick. Tick Pick. And uh, I want to give a special shout out. I don't know if he's watching. Shoemaker got a little banged up yes. on his BMX bike this past weekend. Poor shoe. Feel so, better. Uh, feel better to shoe. And uh, we will see you guys next Tuesday, right? You'll be back here? Uh, I hope so. All right, cool. Yeah, that's the plan. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Put in the books, is how, how he would say. And Get we will. Your soundboard. I don't know. I fucked up. See you next week. Ooh. Bye. Put in the books. <laughs> <laughs>